to In This Case, a podcast from Hilti that goes behind the scenes at one of the most iconic brands in the world of construction. We'll talk to the people who make it all happen and ask them who, how, what if, and of course, why. Here's your host, Claire Combs. Hi, and welcome to our podcast. As you heard, my name is Claire. And for more than 10 years, I've worked in a variety of communication roles for Hilti North America. Over those years, plenty of things have changed. But on the other hand, a lot has stayed refreshingly consistent. And that's because our colleagues, Hilti team members just like you and me, have worked tirelessly to develop and refine processes that are scalable and replicable in markets all over the world. This podcast, which we're calling In This Case, is a peek inside Hilti's product lifecycle process specifically, as told through the voices of the people who are doing the work every single day. You know, as I was producing this series, what became clear to me is that real-world innovation requires big ideas and deep insight for sure, but also discipline, collaboration, and communication, all of which are baked into the way we manage our product portfolio at Hilti. Since the beginning is usually the best place to start, today we'll look at some of the ways new product ideas get off the ground. Our first stop is in product management. So my name is Henrik Zetterquist. I worked for Hilti for 15 years, and in that time period I've done a variety of roles. I started in finance, then moved into sales and marketing, and today I'm leading the direct fastening product development team and product marketing team here in Plano. When Heinrich and I sat down together, the first question I had for him was, where do new product ideas come from at Hilti? So they can come from a number of different ways. One of the beauties of Hilti being a direct selling company, except for us being able to sell more effectively solutions to our customers, it also means that we can capture input from our customers more direct and in a more structured way than most of our competitors do. We have access to key stakeholders in the industry that others would only dream of having access to. But that's not all we have. In addition to customer and end-user access, the Hilti Group also has another invaluable resource in the hunt for great ideas. More than 30,000 team members around the world, most of whom work in the field and have direct customer interactions on a daily basis. For more on that, here's David Walker. Business Unit Manager for Power Tools and Accessories. It certainly helps to validate when we're getting pull from account managers and from regional managers or from the field. You know, we track that in some form or fashion. Each product manager, each business unit manager sort of has a running list of requests. A large portion of input comes from from the field, from our salespeople or from customers direct, where they might have said, we see a certain trend in the market that we would need help with that can be based on regulations like recently the OSHA regulations for dust but can also be driven by new methods of working or just that people see that they have a certain pain point in how they are working today. The global product manager working with the hub or local product manager are you know working on an idea where we think we have an opportunity either for a product extension, maybe it's a category we're already in, but we have opportunity to add some more products to that category. Or it could be a totally new business that we might want to enter. The cutters and crimpers last year with the power tool business, that was a situation where we entered a brand new business that we had not been before. 
It's a great example because cutters and crimpers represent an entirely new product line that's made a huge difference for our energy and industry teams and many commercial trades too. And it's a portfolio edition that was explicitly requested by field team members. Over the last decade or so, Hilti has made investments in local and market organization resources that have helped enable tighter collaboration. And Annika Ensrud, division manager in the San Francisco Bay Area, says that approach has given Hilti a real edge over the competition. I do feel like we're a lot more collaborative in terms of making sure we bring the voice of the customer into these projects and come up with the best of the product for all of the markets at the end of the day. So I think we're a lot more open to these types of discussions now, and we have a lot more data-based feedback because we have knowledgeable people in those market organizations. We certainly do take that field feedback and we're always cataloging that to make sure that what we're thinking also is what our field is thinking as far as new products. So it's clear that we rely on local industry expertise, both from customers and team members, to stay ahead of the curve. But there's another side to product development at Hilti that few people ever see. Because every day at our research development and testing centers in Europe, North America, and Asia, Hilti engineers and experts are testing and imagining new ways to make work easier, safer, and even more productive. I think the final part is oftentimes larger kind of game-changing innovations quite often come from our global development team. We have a unit called Corporate Research and Technology in Shan, whose sole job it is to be very forward-looking. And they look at early technologies that are relevant to the construction industry. They look at trends in the industry. They look at technologies that are available. They can also be looking at things like new materials to develop solutions that would fit inside our fasteners or our tools. Annika, the division manager we met a moment ago, has also held a series of roles in marketing, including at the global headquarters. She says that the global product development teams take a long-term perspective when it comes to the future of Hilti's product portfolio. What does a product look like in 10 years? What's the differentiation that we need to have in 10 years? What's the vision from an innovative technology perspective that we want to deliver to a customer in 10 years? The process for that is then that they develop these on a research basis, often in cooperation with external partners, universities, for example, and bring it to a technical maturity that we then can show early prototypes to customers of. Hilti partners with startups and higher education institutions around the world. In North America, one of our educational research partners is the University of California in San Diego. Hilti fastening and protection systems are installed in a five-story building at the Network of Earthquake Engineering Simulation, right on top of the world's largest vibrating table, which was specifically designed for seismic research. Using sensors and video cameras, Hilti's research and development team can study and analyze the effects of seismic activity on anchor and firestop products right alongside the university's faculty and staff of researchers. It's a full-scale performance test that's designed to mirror real-world construction, and the results of these types of research and development studies impact product design at Hilti for years to come. This very early process we usually called called research projects, so that is very close, working with academia and making sure that we have that. A research project will often 
then result in some sort of feasibility study or definition project that is run, which is more of a strategy project to ensure that the technology fits to our business model and our market and our customer needs. And then after it has been proven that this is a solution or something that helps our customers and that they like, there is then usually a commercialization development project, which will go on for a couple of years to basically ensure that the technology is brought into a product that can be sold. Often there is an idea, right, that has been around for some number of years and the situation might be right that both globally and locally we're ready to act on a on an idea or a situation. And then the final state of that, that which is what we often in the local markets talk about for development is what we call the TTM process. TTM stands for time to money. And that's a six-gate process that in a very structured way brings a product from that technology state over to a commercially viable product to be sold. In the next episode, we'll go much deeper into the gate process and the steps required to turn a good idea into a sellable product. But before we move on, I also asked our experts about the good ideas, sometimes really good ideas, that don't become new products, or at least not right away. Annika, Heinrich, and David all told me this is the most common question they get asked, hands down. I mean, some of the questions that we get is is timelines, for example, right? We come out with a product and, and the initial response we get a lot of times, finally, you know, why did this take so long? And I think this is maybe where there's a lot of misperceptions yeah. in the field as to how long does it take to to create a product. Yeah, so my name is Ryan Ramsey. I am the mechanical trade manager for Hilti North America. I've had a variety of different roles. I've been a account manager. I started in Hilti Center, actually. I was a fire protection specialist. I was a regional manager and MO trade manager. And all of those jobs were, were mostly at MO Central. So over the last decade, Ryan held a range of different jobs before moving into his current hub role in 2018. I asked him what surprised him most about moving into marketing after so much field experience. What I learned is the teams in marketing are working extremely hard on all of these topics that you know I had concerns or questions about as a, as a field leader. Our teams are passionately trying to figure out what's the right path, what's the solution, what do we need? And what I probably was most surprised about is how much needs to be done. Often, when we think about product development, our minds go to extreme product testing or intricate machining. Annika points out there's a lot more that has to happen behind the scenes. For example, it can take months just to create a customized case for a brand new tool. Because you need the inlay and you, the housing and, and everything needs to have its place and nothing is supposed to move and it needs to go through drop tests and durability tests and so forth. And so just the case piece alone takes a long time and in most of our products we have there's a lot of components that are part of this product and they all need to work perfectly together and they need to get tested together and different teams work on these different components together as well as suppliers that you know create parts for us and so i think there's a lot more to it than sometimes we understand We also all have to work with a certain budget, a development budget. Every business unit has their budget. And when each year we do a strategy review of all the projects that we want to do, 
if the opportunity is small and the return on investment is rather small, those projects get deprioritized. And so at times there are certain products that fall subject to that as well, because we do find other bigger, better opportunities that pay off quicker pay off bigger and that's okay too because i think at the end we as an organization have also decided we we want to make choices and we want to get the biggest bang for our buck and we go after the bigger more innovative opportunities and so that also then makes sense right it's just a matter of understanding why we make some of those decisions and those decisions don't only make sense for us they also mean we're able to focus our efforts on the development projects that have the biggest impact for the largest range of customers It's how we've been able to lead the way for nearly 80 years. And understanding that philosophy is really the first step in understanding so much about product decisions at Hilti. Yeah, I think my eyes were opened up to, as a salesperson and as a regional manager, I didn't really understand some of the processes that we had. And when I moved into marketing, I kind of looked back at my regional manager role and said, man, it would be great to know some of this. If, like Ryan, you've ever wondered how or why we launch products the way we do, then stick around, because in the next episode, we take these great ideas and march them through our world-class development cycle, gate by gate. But before we go, let's check in one more time with David Walker, who says that while it's not always easy to develop new products on a global scale, it is definitely a rewarding and worthwhile experience. I think it's one of the great things about being a hub or a a product manager here in the Plano, Texas office is that we work here in Plano, Texas, but we work on a daily basis with product managers from all over the globe, from all over the world. Now they may be sitting in Sean Lichtenstein, but those product managers have come from any country that we're in, right? That we do business in. And I find that to be just highly rewarding. I find it to be just really a valuable thing to my life that I get to work and my product managers get to work on a daily basis with other product managers from all over the world. At last count, more than 127 nationalities are represented on Hilti's worldwide team. And wherever you may sit geographically, it's easy to appreciate how the diverse viewpoints of our team members fuel innovation and make Hilti a great place to be. I'm Swedish and sometimes my team members kind of tell me, you speak English well, Henrik, but sometimes you say weird things. So in Sweden, you know, there's there's many ways to skin a cat, is yes. the saying, right? But in Sweden, we don't skin cats. In Sweden, we skin bears. I said this to Daryl and I said, you know, Daryl, there are many ways to skin a bear. And he's like, a bear? We skin <laughs> cats here. And I said, well, in Sweden, we skin mean animals and bears are mean animals. He's like, oh my God. In This Case is a production of Hilti North America. To give us feedback, ask a question, or share an idea for a future podcast, email HiltiDirect at Hilti.com. Hilti.